Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona. Welcome to the Brazen Guy Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Pete, you want to let them know how they can find us? Check us out online at bridgethegappod.com. Follow us on Twitter, bridgethegappod. Follow us on Instagram at bridgethegappodcast. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference between Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Ladies and gentlemen. I wish the way I was living could stop serving rocks and I want to come to the block and I wish my brother would have made bail so I won't have to travel six hours to see him in jail and I. Wish that my grandmother was a sick or that we would just come up on some stats and hit a lick and I Wish my homies wouldn't have to suffer when the streets get the upper hand on us and we lose a brother and I Wish I could go deep in the zone and lift the spirits of the world with the words within the song and I Wish I could teach a soul to fly, take away the pain out your hands and help you hold them high and I Wish my homie Butch was still alive and on the day of his death we had never took that ride and I Wish that God could protect us from the wrong so that all the soldiers that were sent overseas come home and uh We will never break, we will never stay, we shall motivate and we Gotta pray, all we got is faith. Instead of thinking about who gon' die today, the Lord is gon' help you feel better, so you ain't gotta cry today. Sit at the light so long, and then we gotta move straight forward, cause we fight so strong. So when right go wrong, just say a little prayer, get your money, man. Right goes wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bridge the Gap podcast. We hopeful. Yeah, man. Episode 9 of the Bridge the Gap podcast, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on with Yo. you? Yo. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? Jose, how you Yo, doing? man, I'm feeling great. Feeling, feeling great to be alive. Uh, man, <laughs> feeling great to, to to grab the mics, to set up, to do this. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, to my left, I have P. What's up, y'all boys? My name is Jose Ascona, and to my right, the one and only, Della Surge. What's up, boys? What's up? Great to be back. Yeah. Yes, sir. We're here. We're here. Uh, well, thank you to all the listeners, all the new ones, all the old ones, all the day one ones. You yes. Know what I'm all y'all boys, man. Salute. Everybody that's been tuning in, thank you guys so much. Um, well, this time, we actually have a third mic. So, <laughs> Bro, hey, let's, let's just kind of just... throw that out there real quick. Let's clap it up. Let's, yeah, yeah. Clap it up. Clap it up. Honestly, um, it's it's been it's been trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? It's been a little troubleshooting, but hey, <laughs> it, what have when you've heard a third person, it's usually all right, man. Give him the mic. <laughs> Let's switch up the mic. But now we actually have a third mic. Some ignorance. It feels great, uh, man. How was your week, Pete? Talk to me. My week has been pretty uh, loaded. <laughs> okay. Suspenseful. Yeah. Revealing. Suspenseful and revealing. Yeah, man, and I'm just putting up big ass words because everybody knows I have big ass words. Nah, man, I've just been chilling, dog, getting ready for this show, doing same old, same old. Of course, I'm pretty sure the listeners know that Susano Promo is bringing Good Music's Valet down to yes, Miami sir. at the Hangar on Saturday, April 27th. Tickets are still currently available on TicketWeb, Ticketmaster, and ValetMusic.com/slash tour. Our full our full lineup has actually been announced, including Florida's own Young Simi, yeah. Ludovelli, and Young Garzi, and others. We're also bringing uh, artists from Chicago affiliated with Valet, and we're bringing uh, a couple other people that are close to home. Awesome! Out to the show, we know it's going to be a great time. Doors open at around eight. Okay. Um, 
make sure you get there as soon as you can because, you know, this is an experience. We try to put on experiences, produce experiences. You know what for I'm sure. For sure. Um, besides that, you know, same old regular degular. Same old. Got, the, got my aunt to plug me with the application on this one spot. So we following up with that lead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Set up my uh, zip recruiter like you had me Hey. Saying, so I get the emails on that. Yo, too. shout out zip recruiter, man. Zip just, recruiter. Throw, just throw in your, your, your resume in there, man, and they'll do the rest for you. Without him really probably clearly explicitly saying it, you got this new gig through zip recruiter. Is that how? Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about so, it. How was your week? Man, my week has been very eventful, just like yours. Fire. A very revealing, uh, very thrilling. Uh, just a lot going on. Um, my puppy's still sick, but Cocoa. she's getting better. Cocoa. Uh, love her to death, man. She's like my best friend. I talk to her all the time. Um, my last day at work was last week, Friday. Really? Yeah, last week Friday. Yo, hey, shout out Yo, to your old job. Man, yeah, man, shout case. out uh, Grant Thornton. Shout out to them boys. Ladies and gentlemen, such a great place to work at. I just felt like there was a moment in time in my life where I needed to move on. But shout out to them. They threw a little uh, thing for me. They're like, you know what? We're going to go out. Let's go to El Patio. The El Patio. <laughs> and uh, I'm hey, like, for all our listeners who are not in Florida... El Patio is yeah. a Winwood spot where it gets it gets rowdy. It gets trap. Let me let me hold my words. It gets epic. In there. It, just gets epic. <laughs> it gets what? Epic. I'll yeah, say. epic. Yeah, but uh, it was it was a great time. I had such a good time. A lot of people pulled up. Uh, there were other people from other firms that actually were there as well. Counting words. man, shout out. Yeah, shout out to to everybody. Shout out Tony, man. He. Uh, Yo, thank you for ev- thank you for everything that you guys did for me within the past three three and a half years. I love you guys. Um, what else happened this past week, man? Oh yeah, my my new job is literally I'm starting tomorrow, Wednesday. So it's uh, man, it's 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 surreal. A little bit nervous, a little bit exciting. I'm yeah. actually gonna be doing the accounting for this uh, recruiting uh, firm, but they actually do a lot of other things. So I'm gonna be helping out with the accounting side of it. Um, in- income statements. So oh, extra, oh, oh, extra crispy. Oh, the balance sheet, the income statement, <laughs> statement, statement of cash flows, <laughs> retained earnings, all that good stuff. So, hey. Shout uh, out Gap. Shout out no generally cap. accepted accounting principles. Yes. <laughs> but we are bridging the gap. Word, so, no, cap, no cap again. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that was my week. Serge, how was T- your week, T- man? T-Serge, bro. How about you, man? working on this show, going through a lot of behind the scenes. I don't know how to call it. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. What about what about you know uh, the other thing you got going on? For those who may not know, we've brought it up before, but just to remind the listeners, Bela Serge is not just a collaborator with me in this event thing. He also is his own music producer, and he yes. has prominent placements on SoundCloud and all available platforms. Yes, with Hitman Fuego and Kevin El Nino. Yes. So what's up with them beats, Monsieur? Yeah, yeah man, I'm actually uh, about to get the track train up and running. And saying, honestly, I'm just looking for placements at this point. Y'all, I've been working on stuff, boy, you know, but me and me and Jose got to get in the studio. Oh, man. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. Shout out to a uh, man. I know you guys have heard around the way. Yeah. If you've, if you've, if you've been listening to this show. Uh, if you've been listening it. to this show. Yeah. Around the way by Hitman Fue. Produced by De La Surge. Track five. Produced by De La Surge. And uh, is the video out or is it going to be out soon? The video is in the being process. In the process. It's in the process. It's, it's in the process. Yeah, yeah. We, we so it. literally, that video is Miramar. <laughs> it's nuts. No West Side. 
Um, Shout out to everybody listening in Broward County. For all y'all that know, yes. Jose likes to say that's where we recording right now. So yes. salute to y'all boys. Salute to Broward. Shout out to all of South salute Florida. to all of South Florida. Salute to all of Florida. Salute to you if you're listening. Man, we really appreciate you. Again, we're not going to give too much thanks because we always do this and we get so caught up. But we can't express it enough. Thank you for the support and love. We really appreciate it. Uh, very humbling. So Staying on the humble vibe, man. Like yeah. Low-key, I just want to pay my respects and start off on uh, addressing the obvious. Yeah. Since our last episode, uh, West Coast rapper Nipsey Hussle has yeah. been shot and killed. And... Um, the entire hip hop community probably took the biggest L it took since the Mac Miller passing, if anything, because it's just like, bro, that wasn't even six months apart. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't. For those who may not know, and they, you know, somehow just try to get what's going on through us exclusively. Yeah. Lipsy uh, Hustle is an independent West Coast artist that has been making music since 2009, 10, maybe even before then. Yeah. And uh, he's just been steadily in it, uh, on his own, purely independently, garnering a fan base and move, maneuvering in a way outside of just being a rapper, which is why this was such an impactful and devastating thing that happened. He was more than just a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, everything stopped for a week, pretty much. Like, everybody stopped what they're doing. People stopped their drop. Even Schoolboy Q. Yeah. He, he was like, yo... Got to slow down. He was in the middle of a rollout. Right, rollout. he was. He, he was. Yeah, he everything was. Everything down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it was. I don't know, man. It still like hasn't even fully hit me yet because I really grew up on that guy. Please mm. share more. I mean, honestly, I I I found him back in the days when he started on bullets. Don't have, have no names. Have no names, and then like you were saying the other day. Yeah, he. The irony in naming your first project that. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was ironic. It was crazy as hell that he literally had that. But early on, I mean, with the marathon and the marathon continues, I was completely tuned in, you know. That was I think two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, right out of high school. So I mean, he even gave me guidance as a young man type shit. You know I mean? Like mm. you look back and the lessons he, he taught back then are consistent with what he's been rapping about the till this day. The entire way through. Exactly. He's, he did not lose any integrity with his, his superstardom, I guess mm. you could say. So it's like, it's crazy to see that happen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Nip. Um, I know my brother, uh, which you guys have heard here in the first episode, he was an avid listener. Uh, man, it just hit really hard. You know... Um, For you yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just like... For somebody that when no one has anything negative to say at all, man, you know, like at all, at all, like it's, it's, it's crazy how, how someone like that, such a good heart. Um, I mean, for those of you that may be uninformed, but, but he was, he was actually outside of his marathon store. Like that's where right. he got killed. A little more context. When yeah, I yeah. mentioned that he's more than an uh, more than a rapper, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah. He went from selling CDs of the mixtapes that we didn't hear about until way later to purchasing the entire commercial real estate plaza where he used yeah. to sell his CDs in front of. Yeah. And uh, there's a video, a piece of video content describing he bought that store in the corner and turned it to the clothing store. 
bought the food place two doors down and was transitioning it into a healthy place. Yeah. Did some other thing in the same plaza. And um, for you to be taken out in damn near execution style in the same place where you took your riches and reinvested it in. Yeah, yeah. Look, for, for the listener and for anybody who gives a shit, like, you're not, like, nobody owes you anything. So it's just like, Nipsey did not have to go and go put his money back into the community. He could have, like, just glowed up. Right. Got rich. Right. Well, most people do. Moved right. Moved away. Right. And never be seen again and only talked about. Right. Yeah, Nip, I mean, look, uh, it's, it's, I, I'm at a loss for words. And I know when that happened, I remember I was playing tennis. By the way, I'm, I'm horrible at tennis, but I remember I came back home and I checked my phone and it was just a shock. I was like, yo, there's no way. I saw like when they reported, oh, he's in the hospital because he got shot. Then I saw other reports like he passed. I'm like, okay, so it was reported he got shot. So every I saw the tweets of, yo, pull through, pull through, pull through. Then I saw all the tweets of rest in peace. And man, I, for, for those of you out there that are, that are trying to live life, I guess, right? Because even that is subjective. But I also think there's an objective way of looking at it. Man, just look at Nipsey Hussle's life in, in terms of like what he did, his entrepreneurship, just putting people in the street to work in his plaza just so they could be employed. You know, um, just a family, a family guy, a father, a, a husband. Um, but it's also crazy to me, man, how he got gunned down where he's from. You know, in front Bro, of like, the place he you know, grew up. I, guys, look, I, I yeah, read, literally. I read, I read scripture a lot by scripture. I mean, I read bi- the Bible a lot. Yeah. And I know that there's, there's this, this is verse Luke four twenty four around there where Jesus says a prophet is not accepted in his hometown. And when you look at Nips's life, he was kind of a prophet. Like he yeah. really laid down the guidelines and the facts yeah. To live an entrepreneur, and not even that, but just but to live t- a good life. On your you know own terms. I think, I think on your own terms, exactly. That scripture's really pointing out that envy is a real thing, you know? Exactly. Envy and greed and and all those bad sins, I guess you could say, yeah. they're, they're what lead people to do or bring about this thing called the crabs in a barrel mentality. You feel me? Yeah. That's really what it was. It was some envious ass motherfucker mm-hmm. that just... Pulled up on him. He was there earlier in the day. Yeah. And he just literally shot him, kicked him, and kept it moving. Yeah. But at this point, I mean, I don't even think he realizes what he got himself into, man. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of his death, the individual who committed the crime or is suspected, let's not, let's, you know, for the sake of formalities, is suspected of committing the crime, is an individual by the name of Eric Holder, not to be confused with the former United States Attorney General. Right, but um, an individual with the street name Shitty Cuz, and um, mm. he it is reported that he drove to the lo- the nearest mental health facility only twenty minutes away from the store. Yeah, and uh, attempted to like put himself in there as his own name. So, only shortly after federal investigators and the city police came to the mental facility, arrested him. And he's still in the county jail. Yeah. And in an, in an even more awkward, weird turn of events, an individual for by the name of Chris Darden, 
Chris Darden um, is defending him, is representing him. Legally. Right, I read now, that. For younger people who may be listening to this show, Chris Darden is an is an, an attorney who was on the prosecutor's side during the famous OJ murder trial in the 1990s. Mm. He was insisting that OJ was guilty. So to go from that to now defending this guy mm. as a private lead defendant yeah. attorney and. The trippy part is... And they pled not guilty. He pled not guilty, is privately retained, but it's more than clear Shitty Cuz was in no position to be able to afford to private to put him on a retainer. Question mark? Oh, yeah. White flag question mark? Is that is that what we're doing? Let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> I, look, for, the, for the listener who may not be informed, we're going to play one song off of Nipsey Hussle's most recent project Victory Lap. that you can stream everywhere. That was released last year and that is on track to actually being number two on all the billboard. Yeah. That song is called Hustle and Motivate. Yeah. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate, choppers are throw away, hustle the over way, that's why they follow me, huh, they think I know the way, cause I took control of things, ball in the solo way, and if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege, slossing that soldier race, niggas don't know them days, take you in back of the buildings, make you expose your rage, take you across the tracks, make you explode the face, now you official now, but you got a soul to say. I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the great, the people gonna call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember, I came in this bitch, fresh out the county with nothing to lose. Ladies and gentlemen, look. Let's and, and, hustle and motivate from Nipsey Hussle's yeah, victory. One, one last thing to say. Two last things to say. He owns his masters. So that Anytime you stream a track of his, it goes straight to him and his family. This should be a streaming farm just for him, honestly. But look, <laughs> aside from that, um, the last thing I want to say is uh, there's this quote that I love. And it says, uh, you shouldn't fear failure. You should fear succeeding at things that don't matter. Right? So this is what I'm going to say. Um, I know that if Nipsey Hussle... Yo, run that the... F look, you shouldn't fear failure. You should fear succeeding at things that don't matter. That shit hits me right now. Yeah. Bro. That yeah. is a deep ass thing no, to yeah, say. No, yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry. Wow. No, I'm going to get this off. So look, so if Nipsey would have hit his 70s 
80s, 90 years old, and he's on his deathbed. And you, and you could even think about yourself being in that position. Like, what really matters, right? Is it the clothing? Is it the music? Is it you, you, your album got nominated? I don't think that's what really mattered, right? It's about how hard you hustled on your last name. It's about how hard you hustled and how about how your legacy is going to echo in eternity. Like, yo, you really, you're really doing something right now? There's so many young people that are motivated by just the fact that that happened to you, but because of who you were. You know, and I know that if you are in your deathbed, that's what's really going to matter to you, Nip. Word. And I know that right now you're in a better place. But at the same time, I want everybody that's listening to this, man, like, you shouldn't fear failure. You know, clothing brands are going to come and go. Marketing is going to come and go. The new iPhone is going to come and go. The new song is going to come and go. But what is going to matter at that moment on the last day? You know what I'm saying? And Nip, he did it in such a way that if he would have looked at his life in hindsight, he already did everything that mattered. His family's good. People are doing so many things just because of him. The young people are motivated. Like, he left his mark. Respect to all the yeah. artists yeah. who chose not to release any music this yeah. week. Oh, yeah. Respect to all you guys. On Respect. Short list, it was yeah. Schoolboy Q. Um, anybody else we could recommend? I, I can't even say, but even Elliot Wilson was just like, yo, no no, no music this week. or no." no it, were, it was one no, of those stuff, things. That, yeah, stuff yeah. still ended up coming out, but I'm saying like artists who right. paid their respects right. symbolically didn't release music right. this week. Right, right, right. And... I only brought up one name, but there's a couple other artists, and I need, like, I give, I tip my hat off to them. Yeah, for real. So, Nip, rest in peace. And it's beautiful that just before we started recording, it was reported that the memorial will be held Thursday at Staples the Staples Center. Center. Yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out, LA. And shout out to, to the East Coast. I know they did a memorial for him up north in New Dave York, East, right? too. Dave East, man. Yeah, yeah. His just, words, he, I couldn't, I never thought in a day that he would be the best to articulate how I felt about something in hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. He said, and I quote, I was too young when Pac and Big died. I couldn't feel that, but this feels like that. Yeah. This feels like how people described it felt like. It's nuts. This is, I it's crazy. This. And, and, and like, Maul reinforced it where he's like, I was 14, 15. Yeah. So it does feel the same. When you guys listen to this, you guys are going to basically listen to this a week and a half after the actual incident happened. Yeah. But, yeah. but at the same time, it's still that relevant like it's still that in your face like yeah this is one of those deaths that it long lasting yeah it's impact. very long it has a long lasting effect um and again yo prayers to his family seriously yeah prayers to his family again um if you're on a streaming farm play that shit because honestly man all of that goes to them just support them and uh, you already know, man. Like, I, I don't even have anything else to say. Word. But, uh, I, 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 yeah. I think you ended and you closed that very well, bro. Yeah, yeah rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. I'm going to never stop playing this shit. Yeah. The marathon will always continue. Yeah. Straight up. All money in. You know what else has been uh, pretty interesting this week? What's up? Our king. <laughs> Our king. Yo, hold He's up. getting his dome, bro. <laughs> He's getting his fucking dome, dude. Yeezy sound, bro. Kanye West Sunday service. And the Sunday service has been booked for a start of day week two Coachella performance at 9 a.m. That's BST. crazy. Sunday service. Bro, it goes a step further. Hmm. For those who may not know, 
earlier this year, at the end of last year, Scooter Braun was negotiating on Ariana Grande's behalf and Kanye West's behalf to actually yeah. close day two and three of Coachella originally. Kanye West wanted part of the offer and the performance agreement to include full creative control on stage design. Mm. And the wow. original proposal was to build a dome that was actually supposed to be the size of like a good chunk of the entire campground. Trash Cows mm. boys, you already know what it is. If hey, again, I'll say it again. If you rapper niggas that's listening to this, if you need to connect on trying to float over your crowd, hit me up. In, in, in the, in the CP, that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so part of the uh, offer was, yo, bro, we're going to build a dome that's going to be like encroaching on a lot of the space that this event takes place on. Yeah. So, you know, ethically, legally, doesn't add up. Wouldn't make sense. So they originally told Scooter, look, Ariana, cleared. Kanye, we're not going to be able to build a dome like that because you're going to fuck up where people are supposed to be buying certain things and you may be fucking up where bathrooms and shit are going to be designated. Yeah. So Kanye West was like, hmm, bet. Next day, uh, a whole press release goes out. Kanye West was supposed to be headlining Coachella, backed out last minute artistic integrity, blah, blah, blah. And everybody slammed him just like how they have been slamming him with regards to all what the he's been stuff. doing. Just all the other what he's been right, doing. Right. This Sunday service thing is clearly like... It's happening. It's happening. It's one of the best things that's kind At of been going for him because now they're actually able to restructure the deal and he's going to be able to perform at Coachella on week two on Easter Sunday. It's literally... Week 20 whatever of Sunday service and it's actually going to be on Coachella. Now for my Yeezy stands who tapped in right now, let me, let's oh clear the air. Fortune Magazine released an article in January of this year confirming that Coachella will live stream both weekends. Now, it's a matter of semantics and preferences and, you know, legalities if they're going to actually also live stream the Sunday service performance itself. But it is confirmed that both weekends are going to be live streamed. Last year, for those who may remember, it was Beyonce who was yeah. headlining uh, both weekends and only the first weekend everybody saw. Yeah. So, y'all, I don't even have to say it. You already know it. What the fuck? I'm going to be on. Peter said it. Peter <laughs> said it. Peter said it all. Look, Kanye West, <laughs> Sunday service. Say it. <laughs> hey, look, man. Let's see if he takes it on the road. Oh, man. Uh, Sergio. We're in the biz. All signs point to it's about to be on the road. <laughs> hey, look, man. Kanye West, he's like a kid in the playground, bro. Like he, He'll make his own fucking playground if he has to. When he when he was on playground. the flight and he said, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be doing, we're going to be playing at Coachella. I was like, oh, my goodness, man. Like, can you just, like, do a tour already? Or <laughs> can we, can we like, get something already, he's, man? He tried to get it off with Flog now, and now he's going to try to get it off again with Coachella. Man, this is nuts. But you see, on a stage design production level, how many places in, around America are going to be that easily accessible to create yeah. some sort of dome concept? You guys don't understand. Coachella's in the desert, right? They're yeah. somehow doing this shit on a mountain in the grass outside like how the last couple weeks have been. I got it, got it, got it. But they're going to put him in a dome-type building that they're calling his little church. And, like, kind of the part of the whole thing with this whole shit is, like, how I feel about it is, like, niggas are quick to, like, kind of turn what Kanye's doing into and molding it into the agenda that he's crazy, he's super self-centered, and all this other bullshit. 
it never was a church. It's just called Sunday service. He's not yeah. preaching shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I respect it. I mean, he's at the end of the day, he's really taking the time to put out good art. I, you know? But take it a step further. He's attempting to fully reinsert himself into music as it's clear as day he's drifted further. Dude, further he's the only him. one that ever does something first. Like, can we just really look? Kanye West. You know, a lot of people blame him. Yo, you do something crazy because you know you have something coming out. Yandi, let's not even talk about that. But point is, he quietly said, yo, let me do a Sunday service. Quietly was like, you know what? Let me keep doing this. Quietly was like, you know what? I guess we're doing this at Coachella. It's one of those things where like, yo, he's just doing him. He's not tweeting nothing. Everyone else that goes is doing the work for him. He's just kind of doing his own thing. I, like, I don't really see, I don't know where the hate comes from, but at the same time, hey, I mean, you're entitled to your own opinion, but at the same time, don't be surprised if there's going to be a lot of people later on that are going to be doing something similar to this. Kanye, like we know it, he shifted a lot of things in hip hop, and I feel like he's inching somewhere. Yeah. Shifted when yeah. I feel like. Yeah, he's, he's, he, and he's doing something here. Um, so, listen, shout out to you, listen, Kanye West. John McGuire. Listen, uh, get the permits clear, get the paperwork sorted out. <laughs> if you need Bayfront Park, give us a call. Snow yeah. promo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, you know what I'm saying? Make it work. Make it happen, Kevin, because uh, I need Sunday service in Miami now. That's it. That's it. So, uh, Kanye West, shout out to you. Uh, Coachella, shout out to you, <laughs> because I know it's not easy dealing with uh, an individual like that. But you know what's cool, though? Yeah. The guys, they they really did at the end of the day attempt to make a compromise and they implemented ethical business practices in the name of this event because for it to make it be possible, yeah, they withdrew reserved tickets for Coachella family members, staff family members and music industry insiders for the festival, the whole entire festival for them to, for Kanye fans to yeah. be able to buy tickets right now. Tickets are still on sale. Mm. So like when you go there... You go that far, you know it's real. Like, yo, you're gonna give us on this. I'm gonna give on this. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. We all want to do it. Yeah. So salute to that. Shout out everybody who's gonna be able to experience and enjoy that. Oh yeah, man. If you somehow hear about this and you want to tell us about it, please add us in the comments and Tweet, let us know comment. how it was. Yeah. But damn. Sounds crazy, man. Sounds, sounds more than crazy. Sounds crazy. Do y'all think Kanye West is gonna go on tour soon, Sergio? I think there's a big possibility. It looks like he's been practicing the whole the whole live aspect with that many people. And he doesn't want to just go on on the road and not have that shit down packed. It has to be perfect, you know? Um, I hope so. I don't know. Look, look at- I can't hear anybody say, I hope so. Let me drive the boat or anything the same anymore. I- Shout out to Kodak Black, but... But I hope so. I just don't know about Kanye. And that's that's all I'm. I just don't know about like his moves. You know what I'm saying? Like I hope so. Cause one thing before you know it, yeah, I'm gonna go on tour. I'm gonna release something, and then it never happens. And then he's completely quiet, and then something crazy happens. So I I just I hope so. Word. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, technically, he can't retire, can he? Yeah. Going back to his little publishing situation. Yeah, Yeah. 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 There's paper, there's legal there's legal terminology that explicitly states you can stop when you die. <laughs> Jeez, it's harsh, it's rough. Yeah, it is rough. It's harsh. Speaking of speaking of Kanye West and really really super successful major artists, another something interesting piece of news that happened is uh, yeah, 
Beyonce Knowles, wife of Jose's, you know, favorite rapper of all time, Jay-Z. He's the greatest rapper of all time. Go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> she's actually scored a deal with Adidas. Wow. Yeah. So from what I understand, she's actually reviving an old brand concept she had before mm-hmm. through Adidas. That's but something happened with Reebok, didn't she originally got approached by, you know, everybody. Nike, Reebok, Puma, Adidas. But Jay-Z's Puma, right? Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's on that Puma. Affi- Jay-Z is affiliated with Puma. Yeah. A couple of Rock Nation artists are still affiliated with Nike. And um, Kanye West is associated with Adidas. But not just Kanye West with Adidas. It's Pusha T. And it's a couple other people who... Right. Part of their deals is they get to actually retain... They get to score royalties and retain, and retain creative control. So... So what what exactly does the deal entail? Let's see. Wow, they say Adidas Beyonce deal could be bad news for Under Armour. Dang, shout out Steph Curry. Go ahead. So they're relaunching Ivy Park, an active wear brand Beyonce co-founded three years ago. Mm. So if she's collaborating with Adidas to put out running gear again, Under Armour is yeah they're threatened because every black woman that exercises is gonna buy Beyonce. Gym wear. Yeah. Oh, that's why they're saying that. <laughs> yeah. The Beehive. Shout out to the Beehive. Bzzz, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Uh, yeah. Wherever wherever Beyonce goes, they go. And I don't. And yeah. you know what's the interesting thing when you like read in the comments and shit? Like, yeah. It ain't no. A lot of people still try to like attach Kanye to this. That's why we kind of like easily walked into this. But I don't really see a direct connection. Like, I don't think Kanye was there. Like, yo, Beyonce. Yeah. I think she went in there on her own merit, on her own. I don't even think they even idea. talked, bro. Yeah, they, she just kind of did her own thing. Yeah, yeah, still probably yeah. Don't, but unfortunately, right? Yeah. But I think she just went up in there, or they went up to her, and she kind of just okay, let's do this. Um, wow. So we're looking at going back to this Beyonce uh, thing and the Adidas thing. Under Armour has actually been losing North American revenue in the last couple quarters, or all last year. All last year, they've been losing money. So like, yeah, the last big thing that they did was Steph Curry. Really? Steph Curry has a shoe with Under That's, Armour. Yeah, of course. Steph Curry, yeah. Okay, bro, I'm, you know, for, yo, remember, talk, for the for the people talking about, yeah, yeah, talking about Steph Curry, bro. All right, side note: this guy just got contacts for his eyes. Right. So this yo. entire time he's been playing basketball and scoring this whole time, he couldn't even see. It. <laughs> what? Holy shit! It's over. Son, he just got eye contacts, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a problem that I've been having my whole career." Like what? So Sergio just a second ago had brought up Reebok. So basically, yeah. it's reported that she actually walked away from a deal with Reebok because they were lacking cultural diversity in their mm. staff. Beyonce is so black excellence, she won't score a deal with a white company if they don't have enough black. That's people. it, man. Hey, she's she's making big moves. She's making people really wake up. You know, for real. Honestly, honestly, I support it, and I support her coming to Adidas, and I support. People trying to remain creative while they uh, explore other avenues as creatives in business. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Kanye was saying on Charlemagne. Yeah. When they went to his office last year, it's like, I just want to be able to be still be creative and still operate in a space where I'm not just a rapper. Because look at what's happening out here. All these rappers are still signing these slave deals. Yeah. They were talking about... 360 deals still sounds like slavery. You know, fresh off the whole slavery thing. So right, 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 crazy, right. But like, yeah, no. Nah. We're still talking about Kanye and talking about Beyonce, but the, when it comes to Adidas, it's about creative control. Pusha T's disclosed it. Pharrell's disclosed it. 
and Kanye disclosed it that that's why they moved over to Adidas over all the other options. Yeah. They retain creative control. Yeah. So big up to Adidas, man. Shout out to them boys. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. I just think like it's just cool, man. I mean, shout out to the Beehive. Shout out to my future baby mama. Like I hope that you're only wearing Beyonce, <laughs> you know, a, a gym wear. Okay. But, this thing, uh, Jose pointed to the next topic. So, I, I would rather Jose try to intro this topic. Who, me? me? Okay, it. I mean... Since you want to go. All right, ahead. so this is the person that least knows about the topic trying to introduce it, so please bear with me. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about Miami in terms of... I, I don't even think I could do this, P. Go ahead. I don't even think I, I don't even think I, get, I can introduce from this. From what I get, you're trying to talk about you're trying to talk about the concerts. Yeah. What was the last concert you went to? Where? In Miami. In Miami. Ooh. What was the last concert you went to? Hitman Foy. <laughs> All right, but before that, At Sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but I'm talking about period. Him. Yeah. You didn't go to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, no. You didn't go to Drake. I did go to Drake actually. I'm saying, yeah. Did you go to Travis Scott? Uh, no. Did you go to Young Nudie and Saw Baby? No. Did you go to... Last one was Drake. Last one was Drake. Last one was Drake. All right, well... And I think before that, actually, it was either... It was Kendrick. Kendrick show... Damn tour? Yeah. Where YG opened, not Travis. Yes, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So... The American Airlines Arena. All those those events that you've been to were at one place. The American Airlines Arena. Correct. Correct. Part of the reason why I got into concerts is because I had an experience at the American Airlines Arena that was unlike any other. Yeah. Another shout out to John McGuire and them Trask House boys. Guys, when P speaks, I need you to pick apart everything he's saying. <laughs> One of the reasons I got into concerts. Let that sink in and then let, and then listen in again. Go ahead. Nah, John McGuire came with Kanye and the team and they built some of the most like visually stunning stages that I'd ever seen and yeah. the St. Pablo tour with Kanye West in yeah. 2016 where he floated over the crowd for two hours. So it was an experience for, for the concert goer. It was a week. true experience for the concert goer from right. start to finish. Yeah. Whether you were below him and you couldn't see him a majority of mm. the show mm. or whether you're there and you get lost in looking at the people losing their mind. Because you're part of the, you're part of it. Everybody becomes part of it. Yeah. You don't understand. Everybody yeah. becomes part of the event in that time. I'm watching people rage I'm looking at people under Kanye. My and I'm looking at Kanye. Not, my, my focus is not on Kanye a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah. When I was there, I'm literally losing my mind next to Greg. So you're talking about the St. Pablo tour? The concert that got me into concerts. After okay, I got left it. that concert, yeah. I was like, okay, let's do a battle of logic. Let's dissect. And I came away with the final conclusion. It's criminally unfair to say that this is the only way that people can experience something like this. Mm. Criminally unfair. No matter what scale, no matter what size, if you're committed to producing a high quality event, it could happen anywhere. Mm. That's how I feel. You want to know why? Because I'm a big up Anonymous' man- manager. By the way, right that's here. a great intro to this topic. But no, go ahead. but I'm a big up Anonymous' manager. Yeah. That's uh, my nigga Shaq. He put on technically the last event where I felt like that after it happened, where I was like really? taken aback by the event. Westside Plague One. That mm. happened in mm. Talent Farm. And for my niggas who technically know, yes, Talent Farm behind my own fucking crib. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, all the way in but 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 fuck Egypt from American Airlines Arena, uh, Pember Pines. One of the most craziest things happened where Space Ghost Perp closed that night and did a bunch of 
a bunch of the songs that Space Ghost Perp is known for. What year yeah. was this? Man? 2011 going into 2012. Damn. That's nuts. Right? No, 12 going into 13. Okay. Still, a little while a ago. A little while ago. Right. That was a high-quality event where there was no, there was minor attempts to compromise in doing so. People are not really operating from a position of attempting to put on these events to make it as palpable for the event goer as possible. That's been my personal assessment. I stand mm. on that ledge on my own. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I can agree. Serge? I mean, after looking at at the market, you know, there's there's certain ways that, that people go about it that takes away from the show. And then, you know, sometimes it, people are, are forced to resort to that. You know, a lot of the times people aren't, don't have the funds, so they have to sacrifice a lot of the show. But at the same time, you know, these, I guess that has led to a lot of bad practices that have like, Really messed up the market. It's not just Mm. bad practices. Mm. It's a lack of activity. I want everybody who's listening here to realize that when I talk about the Miami concert market, there's a big elephant in the room. We gotta get this interview off. Go ahead. No, there's a big elephant in the room, and it's the Rolling Loud Hip Hop Festival that takes place every May in Miami, where you can easily go and see all of the people you listen to easily. Yeah, every single one of them. Every single one. If you are like only listen to rap music, that's the one time in the year. If you're here. Yeah, And that's mostly what happens. You know what I'm saying? But again, with minimal compromises, I still fully believe it's criminally unfair that that's the only time I'm going to be able to see most of my favorites. Yeah. I think it's unfair. Exactly. And it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's a void that we're trying to fill. Big at up, the end of the big up to it's Matt. It's a market correction if big you look at it. Big up to Matt. Big up to Tark. Big up to all of them boys. Exactly. We're but, only able to have this conversation because of them. But this is they this is for the so niggas like us could fly. What I was trying to say is that like, if you look at the market, there's a lot of people that can't pay five hundred dollars to go see that. Like they'd rather go see their their two favorite or, rapper. Two or three of them throughout twenty five bucks. Yeah, twenty five thirty bucks throughout thirty the year. bucks. You know, <laughs> and, and that's a market that's pretty much left open after Dopey and T moved on to doing these big ass things. Dopey and T also created Rolling Loud to people that don't understand that. So to a certain extent, they were really doing a lot of that early on. But at this point, you know, that that's what led us to get into the whole market period. You know, we see that there's a void and a lot of the shows that are going on right now are a lot of showcases. You know, it's a lot. It's more than 10 people on a card, 15, 20 people at times. You know, it's we've even seen as far as 100 people. It's it's I don't know how it's been done, but you know, to me, that's not my forte. I wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But some some people they like that. You know, for the artist, it gives them an opportunity to get out there and for some exposure. And, exactly. And that, this but, is the thing: we don't want to take. But away we have from to do it in moderation. You know? We don't want to take away from that when we say that we work closely with artists on all scales. Exposure is a double-edged sword. Yeah. In today's world, when you have the opportunity to seek the exposure, recording yourself on your phone and distributing it out across the internet, your live performance will make or break you as an artist. If right. you ever crossed paths with Travis Scott yes. and you were a performer and you asked him, how did you get to this point as a performing artist? You want to know what he'd tell you? Probably some, some iteration of, I never compromised with my live show. 
it's only now that he did with this World tour what he really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar on the West Coast. He opened for that damn tour, which was one of the last shows you saw at the American mm-hmm. Airlines mm-hmm. Arena. And he was flying over and he was performing, yeah. flying over the crowd yeah. on an animatronic bird with the same right. connect who right. did the same Pablo tour. Right. And again, I'm not here to try to big that nigga up just because he's that nigga, but I'm saying we live in a time where technology and techno- personal technology event technology, intellectual property technology, yeah. all this stuff is giving more to doing everything that we could possibly do. Let's try to take that in this space as event coordinators when we consider mm-hmm. the consumer's attention span is only so short. Yeah. Do you really think that the consumer is going to stick around to see over 10 people for that one artist that they know they were going to come see? Right, right. Again... The exposure these other artists get is something that is virtually invaluable. And that's why, you know, I just... Look, I, I'm a, I, look. it's all about knowing your ledge, but still keeping your edge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every show we've done thus far, we, we haven't as a really... We Right. We haven't really been aggressively implementing any pay-to-play. Mm-hmm. Pay to play for anybody who's not in the biz who understand trying to understand is where like you make a contribution financially to be able to participate. So as an artist, if I want to perform, I pay you and then I get to perform. That's what you mean by pay to play. There are articles all around the internet from different time periods discussing yeah. reporters being in contact and co- corroborating a story with promoters around the country yeah. discussing this practice. It's mostly predominant. In major markets. Yeah. Like major markets specifically, Texas, LA, New York, and here. Yeah. And again, at the end of the day, I'm not saying that I'm going to be the person to make it end, like where I'm not on some big crusade, but I just feel as if like people should really realize like, yo, there's trade-offs with everything and no one is promoting, compromising how you want to go about doing it. But when you... Think about things from a different perspective. It changes your process in getting to a conclusion. Okay. That's how I look at it. If, if I'm on some yo, I'm trying to do the show, but I'm not really fully on, on deck to do the show, then yeah, it makes sense to sell the slots and recoup all the bread needed to do yeah. the show. Yeah. But if you start where you can start and you make it work from there, you have the opportunity to... Uh, Further, further and better filter things. And that's just been research. We've gone out in the trenches, up the road, down the road from where we are. Yeah. And I've seen it in practice. We've gone to shows where we haven't seen it in practice. And I just don't, like I said, it goes back to how I just feel. It's criminally unfair for me to be able to say that the only time you're going to be able to see a quality, thorough event where nobody's going to be, it's just like, where you know what's going to happen yeah. is only at the AAA. That's just how I see it. Yeah. That's how I see it. So what you're saying is that this marketplace or for the people that are promoting these shows and stuff like that, they should actually be investing in the experience of the concert goer. Mo- like curating, that should be one of the biggest priorities is what you're saying. Curating, filtering out talent and operating. Right. Focused on the concert goer. So the, these, this should be at the top of the priority list. Doesn't have to be, but 
Well, it, everybody has their own process. You and know, everybody works right, different. Right, right. You know, there's right. the market is big, so everybody has their own method of operating. You know. Okay. Because remember, mm-hmm. like I said, there's people who choose to do this, and there's people who don't. But like, I just don't think it's fair that people can only say that they get to see their favorite artists at Rolling Loud every year versus right. They can come here and work with these niggas. I get and it. Show off or do I get two, it. three tour dates. This, these guys, these guys, these it. guys. There should be. Plentiful options. Let's bridge that gap. Let's bridge that gap. When you talk about bridging the gap on the Bridge the Gap podcast about the concert market, I see it as an opportunity to work together to build the market. People come down here now more throughout the year to do Miami-ass shit that people do here that live here all the time. You know what I'm saying? Go to live, hit that strip club, be on the beach. Like I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Get into mad fights. Let's not promote negativity, though. Right. But bridging the gap should be about, on this issue, should be about, yo, striving to produce higher quality events in the name of the concert goer. And the concert goer can be that upscale guy who's not even from town, or it could be that person who's, like, completely floored and shocked that they're coming. They're not on this year's Rolling Loud, and I'm going to be able to see them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Serge, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, take away anything from that. No, I mean, really, the... The main point was just trying to fill that void, just trying to contribute to the concert goer and make sure that his experience is good and also make sure that, you know, we're giving giving light to that certain lane in hip-hop that's like, you feel me? Let me say it like this. Miami only brings out people that are like super big or really small and they come out for free. So we're trying to bring out those people in the middle. Mm. That really, that are really buzzing. That people really want to see. That that the the big corporations, the big labels, haven't even got hip to. You know, so it's like building from that standpoint is the main thing that I that I look at in the company. Yeah, you know what's crazy that you say this is like I would think that that would be the logic behind every promoter. Again, I can't critique. Other people's no, 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 no. But I can because I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's looking outside in, right? You, sure, you guys are sure. saying all We're these things. Talking about You're this. spreading it on the table. I'm just calling it how I see, right? I would think that that would be the way that a promoter or a mar- whatever it is that you guys do, right? Like, I would think that that would be the first thing on the list, or the second, or the third, right? Addressing this, some would say that the concert goer is very fickle. There's always plenty of things to do besides go to a concert in Miami. Yeah. So subsequently, why be why be loyal or cater to the concert goer when the concert goer could easily just go to a local bar and get hammered or easily not go out at all or easily just go to the movies or easily go to downtown Winwood and go eat tacos and walk around and go to park, uh, go buy drinks? Bro, I just don't think it's real if you don't do it that way. That's but how that's you just feel. Me. But that's, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. I just don't think it's, it, it's coming from a real place. But um, that's my ledge. Uh, I'm gonna stay right there. But you still got all the edge, bro. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still got all the edge. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stay right there. I just don't think it's from a genuine place. If that's not the motive, if that's not, if that's not what you're trying to do, like, if this is your show and this is your baby, and you're trying to bring as much people as possible, and you're trying to create an organic foundation, you're trying to get create an organic following. I would think that. The experience that you provide the concert goer is by far the most important thing for you. Second might be the artist, right? How are they comfortable? What are they doing? How are they going to contribute to this experience, right? But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, 
if that's not in your priority list, I just don't think it's a genuine thing. Okay. Yeah, but that's me, right? Um, you know, and again, I, I rebuttal that, considering that some people want to just be around music. They love music. They right. love being around music with people listening to music. So no, whether it's I care about the people coming or I want to be able to say that this event took place and that I'm there and that the right, people I know that right. wanted to be there were there. Right. You know but here's saying? the thing. But here's the thing. Once you get into those little like spews, like I want to do it just so I can say I did it. I want to do it just because I want that individual to show up or those individuals to show up. I don't think it's pure anymore. But then again, that's me. Do you, all, but that, do you all, so that means everything has to be done and operated in purity? No. no I mean, everything should, but not everything does because we're people and people are the most imperfect people. People are imperfect, right? The reason why there's so many problems is because they're run by people, right? <laughs> so, right, right. So that we're never going to, we're never going to, uh, uh, like stop that we're never gonna stop letting people be people at the end of the day but at the same time it should it should to, to answer your question it should hmm. but that's just my take so go ahead all right well yeah i want to know what people think part of this is having the conversation just because we've been going in on all these topics doesn't mean we forgot about y'all let us know what you think about that like what was the last concert you went to what yeah. made that concert cool what made yeah. that concert not cool uh, what do you consider when you try to go to a concert? Like, for real. If you, what, let us know if you don't even like going to concerts and why you don't like going to concerts. Because right. I'm trying to meet those kind of people too. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, but again, that's just where I'm taking my thought process. Because, you know, like, why sell the highly unlikely lead? Why try to convert the highly unlikely lead? That's my line of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fuck is up, man. What's on the docket, man? Yo, look, man. What's on the, listen. <laughs> almost an hour in. <laughs> no, we just getting started. We're, we're, in we're almost an hour we're in. We just getting started. So in many mode. things that have gone on. There's so many things that we wanted to touch on. So look, Serge, you're ready to lock in when it starts. You're gonna be able to watch the whole thing, like episode eight, season one. <laughs> Here we I go. will. I am going. To, you're ready. Like, all right. So listen. No question about no it. No beastly shit. Have you even caught up? Don't get, don't just, just don't just throw me out there. Like <laughs> no, I got to expose you. Like you got to put the phone on side. Got expose. Damn. Right. Oh, For man. our listeners who are like, they're like, where are we right now? Basically, Game of Thrones is this TV show that comes out on HBO, and I'm even offending some people by just referring to it as this TV show. But uh, it's this, it's a show that takes place in medieval times. A lot of epic ass shit is going on. A lot of, honestly, it's a really a d- display of human thinking at its core. But you, Jose, you don't Hello. know anything about this show. Yeah, I don't know anything. I haven't watched it. I'm not a hater. You I'm, have no idea, like not even the slightest. I, about yeah, what I have no idea. I know there's like uh, the winter's always coming somehow, and, but it's never no, really winter, there. No, oh, okay. it, it, all right. Winter, no, all right. Showed up. It already eight showed is up. It's about to take place. Winter's already See, showed up. See, I don't winter know. Here. I know there's dragons. I know there's. Uh, right, right. I know there's people fighting all the time. I know. No, yeah, no, no. It's, it's but there's a lot of dialogue. There's a but lot of. But you see, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't think that I want to keep myself a, a, like a little distant. I don't know if I want to dive into it. Did you watch? Did you ever watch Harry but Potter? For for what reason? <laughs> yes, I have. All I right. So I listen, I met a couple people yes, who were like they were like into that whole like religious spiritual thing. They were like, no, nah, I didn't really watch Harry Potter. No. Nah, oh my goodness! All right, all right. So all right. I'm just checking. Wait, out there. Wait. All right, look. All right, let me. Uh, look, look. Is it for <laughs> religious purposes? No. No. All right. Come on, man. Yo. All right. These guys are trying to, yo, don't, yo, 
Don't lose your edge. <laughs> let's let's let us let us keep it here. Let's keep it here. No, because it is a dark no, ass show. Is it, so, look, yeah. I'm I'm down to watch anything Thank as you. long as it's good. It's now, great. I heard this is the greatest. It's I've one heard, of them. It's I mean, it's, 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 I've it's heard not, that it's one of the greatest. I have other and ones. It's the greatest to some people, yeah. but have. I just don't think I've come around it. Like Honestly, Sopranos, I don't think I've made the effort to just. Oh, Sopranos is. Sopranos on. is one that's of those that are. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The top, on. but that's that's up there with Sopranos. No, I've heard. Some I've people heard. feel it's better. Some people feel it's not. But it's the fact like, that you can even make an argument like that, yeah, it just kind of shows you the caliber of the show. Would you ever consider starting? Um, yeah, I watched the first episode. And if you're not, familiar, nah, you have to watch the first season. Ah, uh, you see, that's where it gets kind of like, The last episode nah. of the first season is critical. Then you're so like, it's, oh, it's how long oh, are the shows? Like an hour? Everyone is like, an and, hour. and how many episodes in a season? It's an hour long, 10, it, 10 it's episodes. It's 10 to like 12, the first couple ones, but episode, season seven that I have not started, he's trying to expose me. <laughs> season We're all seven. We're trying to just expose each other here. Go ahead, man. What's season up? seven, I haven't you're started. You're way back, man. And it's less than 10. And like it's, it's, but you have you still have to all right. So basically, you, you have to watch the first season. Have you to invest have in a couple. To, you have to invest a couple hours in this. You know, you have to to yeah. fully decide. Yeah. If you but you really see, like right now, I just got I just gotta find my time. Man. No, I know. I just gotta find my time. Definitely but, should. But would I? I would for sure. Why haven't I? Life. I, yeah, I don't even know about it. I mean, and for me to just say oh i'm busy 20 i mean i'm just lying i know there's times where i just sit down and be on my phone i just haven't really looked for the show if you want me to be completely well, honest when you get ready for you know every other week on twitter where it's just everybody's just going nuts talking about the goddamn show yeah 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 just get ready for that yeah and medieval times man i mean shout out gladiator but go ahead i mean it's in a fan it's not really even medieval times bro it's like the whole another world it's like another so. world yeah in a way but it's it's the closest it's more Remember, fantasy. It's, it's more closest, fantasy than mm, than medieval. Got it, so. But got the closest it. correlation to human timelines you could present it as is around that. Dude, like I, I remember I was at my cousin's house and he was watching the season finale of one of the seasons and there was a moment in time where like everyone just stood up and put their sword up. In the show? Yeah. So this idiot has like a fake uh, Zelda sword. He And he did the same thing? <laughs> he did the same thing because he was just so excited about what happened. And I'm like, all right, my guy. I don't know. I don't even know what this... But the fact that he was so passionate about it let me know, like, okay, this is a show I guess that's worth watching. Um, yeah, so, and it, yeah. It, it came out with a, well, what came out first was a book series, and that's what got a lot of fans, and then the show came. So there were yeah. a lot of diehard people. That it, it, are, the, the are the episodes, like, uh, are the episodes and the shows, do they, cor- I mean, are the shows and the book correlate? That's or, the or thing. It, it, a couple tweaks, or exactly, it, they they fit it for TV, but at the same time, like it's it yeah. still it still holds weight. Okay, you know? okay, okay. It still holds two to its. I got you. I yeah, got you. Yeah, because the books well, are hey, so large, they have to condense right, it. Right, right. Don't yeah. kill me. This guy said, I "Do might. you watch Harry Potter?" I might, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to cut Harry this. Potter. All right. Do you watch Harry uh, Potter? Wait, yeah. did you do, watch? Do Harry? you watch Harry? Potter? <laughs> I, I don't think he watched. Yeah, come on, son. Do you? Yes. I got Come books. on, my guy. I got Harry Potter books right there, bro. That don't count. I, do you watch? I'm just kidding. Do you? Hey, do you but watch look, Harry Potter, bro? You need to stop, man. <laughs> hey, look. Oh, I've uh, seen all of them. <laughs> oh, hell no. After the third one, I was just like, all right. For Harry Potter? Yeah. We're not going to get into this right now. It's not on the dock. <laughs> <Go ahead, go laughs> start recording, man. Fuck. Go so, ahead, man. Speaking about things that emotionally rile me, man. Listen. For all my young niggas in the chat, in the chat as in the listeners... If you're holding, 
Let me let me see you throw the, throw the Bitcoin. Oh, oh my God! Here we go. Oh God! I look at P like, yo, are we really gonna talk about this? He's like, yo, what? Are you are you serious? No, no, <laughs> are you serious? I, hold on, hold on. Let's let's let him expand or expound on this uh, subject. Yeah, go ahead, please, because I was so done with this maybe a year ago. I go ahead, P. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm, we pussy though. Like I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm out of it. Like when go, I was in go school, ahead. when I was in school, I was in school for economics. You know, and part of economics, Shout you know, out you. you know, right? Sure, you learn about <laughs> sure. You learn about you know finance, accounting. <laughs> you learn about numbers. You learn about all this shit. So, part of my life journey was hearing about something called Bitcoin a little while ago. Didn't really pay much mind to it because my mind just wasn't even really on that frequency. So I linked up with this guy who I got a lot of my work experience through, and he plugged me in uh, buying Bitcoin. He literally paid me one week in Bitcoin. And uh, ever since then, I've kind of been like rolling with crypto. And uh, this was actually 2017. So I was a year before or the year leading up to that whole hype and craze that everybody in the world saw with Bitcoin, where Bitcoin reached a peak trading price of nineteen dollars to $20,000. Oh yeah. It has now since plummeted to a low of three thousand dollars since its peak to three thousand. Ouch. Right, right. And a lot of people, including some people in the room who want to say that they're pussy on the mic or I'm put whatever whatever they were saying. No, 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 because off the mic, that's that's the that's the word you were throwing around. I just wanted to so, uh, <laughs> this is how I'm treated people, before we try to breeze together. But go ahead. People, those people panic sold. <laughs> panic sold. Those people had weak hands. <laughs> They got, they got rid of yo, yo, I'm done with you, but go ahead. And, go um, ahead. In the last uh, week or so, in the panic last, sold. In the last on, week or so, I can't even let you finish, bro. Say it again. Panic sold. In the nineteen thousand to what? To th- three. Go ahead. So now, in the last week or so, the price has reached back up to around forty nine to fifty two hundred, and if it retains staying in resistance above five grand. People are predicting that the bulls are back. Some people are predicting it's a bull trap. Y'all are making it very clear. Y'all think it's a bull trap. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> me, there's... Me hear, said, well, hear, no. I mean, it, now that you say that, I mean, it's, it's showing that it's not dead. So that's... Did it ever die, Serge? It, it was... So. It was dying. 19... Right. Okay, 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 is okay. No, it is was. Bad, it was. You know? Okay, guys. <laughs> okay guys no nah, but i just i'm just making it very clear to y'all like i never for once stopped i never sold from twenty thousand dollars <laughs> when you drop oh, no. more than 80 percent from twenty thousand dollars when you drop more than 80 percent in a matter of months that says something to me bro all right i mean i mean i mean bro <laughs> cool. numbers don't lie no, i mean no, no. yo hey, unless look, look, you're the streaming farm but numbers look, look, don't look, lie imagine son. if you look, got look, in look. at 16 Oh look, my God! Like, come on, son. Like Philip is not attempting to be void of numbers. I prefaced this with my experience in economics. Here we go. Are you all fully aware of the depth of volatility associated with these digital soft assets? The entire it's, cryptocurrency it's, market. It's very yeah, yeah. You're aware, but I'm good. But you're, we weren't you're, aware. You're aware. Yeah, you're good. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. You take no risks. I'm aware and I'm good. You take none. <laughs> no, nah, but we were aware, but not to this extent. Like, we didn't think it was going to shoot down this bad. People saw it go up and down, and they're like, you know what? All right. You know, I'll, I'll still dabble. But Jesus Christ, bro. Son. 
there's, this a, has been there's the, a miner this has out been there. The longest, the, <laughs> this has been the longest bear market in its recorded history. Nah, debate I'll, me. I'll debate be, me, man. I mean, try I'll to change you. my mind, man. No, no, no. This supports your <laughs> Try to change my the mind, man. I think I he said made, it perfectly. The statement I just made supports the argument. This yeah. is the longest bear market that we've been in, technically. So, I say we keep up with this news. I'll, you know, do my little, keep my eye on it. And, you keep up with it, you let me know. No, but, and if, like I said, if it keeps, it doesn't, Lose it doesn't break resistance and lose traction. Mm-hmm. I will entertain that the bulls may be back and that some are predicting we're gonna cross right back into ten thousand very shortly. Mm. All right, hey, amen. We'll see. How short? We will see. But you see, <laughs> I remember no, I was no, here how, last how year with P actually making my Bitcoin account <laughs> like my currency no. account. Yo, P, how do I do this? How do I do that? But I'm good. No, I was asking yeah. how short. Of a time, would yeah, you say? for real. I haven't looked at charts in a long time. I ain't even gonna try to act like I'm that nigga. I bro. just wanna. You're, you're making a. <laughs> I ain't you even know, gonna try to act like I'm that nigga. I haven't looked at charts yo, in a long time. I all used right, to, all right. You don't I want me to put to. you on the spot like that. Right. No, but come on, man. I I saw a couple that predicted it plummeting and coming back, but not necessarily going all the way back to a trading sale value at nineteen thousand, but resolving and recuperating most of the loss. Yeah. Uh, it like it just was originally presented that way, but we'll see that how graph, it goes. That graph looked beautiful when it was at its peak. My God, twenty seventeen Christmas time. I was like, my God, this is <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And before I knew it, it was too late. And it was crazy because a lot of people early twenty seventeen were telling me, "Yo, there's this thing called Bitcoin. You need to invest in it." And I'm like, "All right, I'll see. I'll see." It hit ten grand. It hit twelve grand. It hit fifteen grand. It hit seventeen grand. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. But uh, before I knew it, it was too late. Right back at eight grand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It shot down real quick. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way it works is the percentage change is the percentage is gonna change in the money you invest. So right. Yeah, so. so like, if but this is the thing, we'll keep up with this. We'll see how it goes. I just think that. Um, I'm gonna keep my eye on it, and this is something that we're gonna you keep your eye on that right there. Yeah, we're, hey. that's probably something we'll, we'll update. Throughout the show on. Yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, that's Bitcoin for you. And uh, P, like you said, uh, keep, we'll keep uh, up on it. Yeah, we'll keep up on, keep up on just, that. Something else that was worthy of being addressed right now. This whole thing with uh, Mr. Bezos, the richest mm. man in the world, was recently Mr. reported. Mr. Bezos, Mr. Kisses. He, the guy who owns the <laughs> store, and the store being Amazon, he uh, recently went through a divorce. A very public divorce. Yes. And uh, didn't sign a prenup with his wife, right? Didn't initially sign a prenup with his wife. So essentially going yeah. through the process of divorce, she initially was going to actually end the process with almost half of everything he owns. I said, we want prenup. We, we want, want prenup. prenup. Yeah. It's something that you need to have. When she leave your ass, she going to leave with half. And especially Jeff Bezos, half is... That's, that's 1,800 it's a pretty, years it's, worth of money. Yes. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yo, uh, so he got seventy five percent of it. She got twenty five percent of it. Oh, so she didn't end up getting half. No, she didn't. She didn't. So what you you did you know, Serge? What did she get? End up getting? She ended up giving up uh, her twenty five percent, and she gave up all her stake in Washington Post and another company that's pretty big. So she she pretty much said, you know what, it's all good. You know, I'm not gonna slime you like that. You know, no, I'm you gonna take. Be all good. We'll take you, a percentage. You probably be top five richest women. 
Hey, no, I she mean, was she was the richest woman, and she like was. top and number six or seven on richest people. She did her thing, you know. That's she wild. she did her she thing. She did what she had to do. She was there at the beginning, whatever. But I don't I'm know. saying, she like, yo, it's kids. all good, homie. Like, I'll just <laughs> it's a week ago. like, yeah, no, but I. <laughs> But what I'm trying to say is she better be good. Yeah, like, man. She's good in my book. The fact that she did that, that just shows that she knew what was up and she knew that people were probably going to look at her crazy. So she's like, you know what? Let me let me just do this the right way. Let me you just do me? this and be just not number one, but up there. <laughs> let me just do a slight little humble. Yeah. I'm a, if, if I have that much money, I'm okay with it. I'll, yeah, I'll be but, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, know? you have to be good. Like, yeah, you know what? We good. I'm just going to take good, right? it, That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you have to be good. I feel good. like that's the strongest takeaway. You from have this to be good, bro. Like, you have to be, no matter what outcome, financially afloat to the point where it's almost irrelevant. Bro, niggas is out here struggling for a third mic, bro. Like, you, <laughs> like you really, yo, you need to be good. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. plus, if I'm a billionaire, I'm not going to have my ex looking. Raggedy, like, <laughs> be like you know raggedy. what? I mean, Take care of yourself. I mean, you know what I mean? It just depends on, on who my ex so was. <laughs> what oh, she, yeah, what exactly. she did. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, but it is like so. You making sure your ex is straight while yeah, that's still your ex. Nah, but just just my reputation. If I'm a billionaire, yeah, yeah, like I can't that, be, like I, I can't have. I feel you know? that. Spread and that's part of your character. You spread know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we we had a good time together. Like, we we spread the wealth. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean. I just think it's interesting that um, she went ahead and did that. I respect it. I, that's why I wanted to acknowledge it. Shout out to the ladies that listen to this show. Yeah. It's not to knock anything or anybody. We actually wanted to salute her and salute y'all. Thanks for participating in this. Yes. And, uh, salute to who was once Mrs. Bezos. Yeah. Um, now she's just... She's rich. Rich. <laughs> exactly. Very, she very was rich. rich. Yeah, she was rich. She still is rich, but now it's hers. Now she can do whatever the hell she <laughs> yeah. wants with the money. Wow. Right. What do you think she's going to do? Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Go somewhere in Greece. They have kids, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to take a lot of time to, you know, look at what the hell she can do. You know, with all that money, it's like, shit, Damn, I got to uh, figure this out. Generational wealth. That's the key, man. Yeah, man. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy how you get less, less of half of someone's stuff, bro, and you end up being the, one of the richest people in the world. <laughs> bro, like sometimes, yo, I look at my life and I'm like, bro, I wish, like, I wish I just knew somebody. Like, but whatever, it is what it is. Those One thoughts, those thoughts cross my mind sometimes, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't, I just move through life how I'm supposed to be. Exactly, exactly. You maneuver through. You maneuver through. You know, though, my mom is best friends with with a guy in Dominican Republic that his grandfather has a major stake in Brugal. Wow. Those of you that might not know, Brugal is the official rum of Dominican Republic. So he's living like Fire. a king out there. Oh, Fire. my goodness, bro. Like, we, we go out there. He has an elevator in his house, and then he has a guest house where we stayed at, where the backyard is the beach. It's like, yo, come on, man. So so when is when is the next trip? I'm life? saying, I'm saying, but that's as close as I am to anybody that's of that caliber that owns something crazy like that. Uh, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Don't come looking for me now, because I have no idea where this guy's at now, but go ahead. Well, the go next ahead, thing that seems to be uh, on the mm. docket is something you wanted to announce that you're actually going to do in conjunction to the show. No, that we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, No, no, no. Stop, stop. No, stop. Look, hey, what, uh, what we're going to do actually for the Valet show, uh, we're giving away two tickets. So the, all the listeners to the Bridge the Gap podcast, yeah. you heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here clear. Bridge the Gap podcast. I know we should have said this a lot earlier, but we're saying it now, so bear with us. Uh, no. We're, we're, 
we for the loyal fans. Yeah, man. They yeah, got getting, all the way through to this point. <laughs> we're giving away two tickets to uh, the Valet show um, that Susano's promoting April 27th. Uh, what time again? Doors open at 8 p.m. Doors open at 8 p.m. Saturday. So we're giving away two tickets. P, I don't know if you want to give them the instructions on how to even get these tickets. Very light. Um, to put yourself in contention for winning these two free tickets. Yeah. Follow Bridge the Gap podcast on Instagram. Susano promo on Instagram. Post the flyer. Tag Bridge the Gap podcast and Susano promo. Yeah. And tag a friend you would like to bring with you. And that's it. There you have it. And by Tuesday, April 23rd, you'll the winners will be chosen. Yes, sir. So the winners will be chosen uh, again, guys. So follow the instructions. Very easy. If you have social media, we're giving away two tickets. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that's uh, that's I that mean, right there. One more thing to note is Valet will be coming to town with Young Simi, Booby Ludovelli, Young Garzi, and Chicago's Time Money. Tickets are still available. On TicketWeb, Ticketmaster, and also on ValetMusic.com slash tour. I, yeah. I think that this is going to be very interesting. Uh, whoever does end up getting these tickets, make sure to come find me. Yeah, there. man. Yo, it's just, it's just the money that you could just spend there on some couple drinks, you know, have a good time that you don't have to spend on the actual tickets. So Yeah, man. Yeah, man, and, and this is... Engage, man. And this let's is... Let's uh, see what ends up happening. Yeah, man, and this is uh, our gift to y'all, you know? So follow Bridge the Gap podcast on Instagram. Follow Susano promo on Instagram. Post the flyer and tag a friend you would like for a chance to win two tickets. Yes, sir. You heard it here first. Um. So something interesting that happened like right before we started recording was uh, the remix to Old Town Road. Yo, the country song we talked about not too long ago. Came out and it's featuring Miley Cyrus' dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. P, what do you think about that, man? I have no words besides ye, and I mean this fully. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is it? He's in his what? He's in his satchel, my nigga. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus got in his fucking Yo, satchel. He's in his satchel. <clears throat> Yo, shout out to Mr. Cyrus. Cyrus, Cyrus, I'm Billy Ray Cyrus. Shout out to Mr. Cyrus for actually like taking something that we all knew was uh very unfair. If you listen to our last podcast when we were talking about the 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 country billboards and bro, just saying fuck it, man. Let's let's let me get on this remix and we're lit. We're gonna be back on this billboard. Um, but if they go back on that billboard, it just says a lot. But go ahead. What were you gonna? Were you gonna? Playlist, or are you gonna do something? Or are you gonna play a little something? Like, what's, what's going on over here? So, if you like, you said, if you recall, we had the original play on last, last episode. And the only reason why we're bringing this up is because y'all really should hear how he killed this. Take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the is mad at black, got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch. Now, nah, can't nobody tell me nothing. 
Just like the bigger picture, what do you it's, think, man? it's legendary, man. It shows that, uh, well, no pun intended, uh, bridging the gap is a very real thing. Is, yeah, yeah, is definitely we something that the people the love. You know, we love were talking to about see. it off the mic. How he's in tune, like he exactly, clearly, yeah, he's, he's in, in tune, tune with what the or fuck he has is somebody up. Somebody around man. him that's in tune. Would you say he took all the all the clock coins from Miley? So he took his daughter's clock coins and said, "All right, so you want to be irresponsible and go, you know, sing over uh, Hannah Montana." I'm gonna hold these down and I'm gonna go do the right thing with them. Yo, shout out to Hey, he he did the smartest thing he could have done. Honestly. Yep. Honestly. I would love to see the Billboard exec say that this song can't qualify as country now. Yo, and if it no no no, but if it does now, it just speaks volumes. I don't care. No, 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 but I'm saying I just want to see both songs resubmitted within two weeks. No, look, but check this out. If it if it does, it just speaks volumes. Of like, okay, just this man being featured on it for less than thirty seconds, that's the way like yeah, it just speaks volumes. You know what was cool? We let the that story whole of OJ. Sh- we let that whole shit ride. And an interesting thing that we hadn't even addressed on this whole show yet was the fact that yo, these songs are so short, you can get away with that nowadays. How do you feel about that? It looks like it's compelling. It's compelling to you. But but what do you mean by these songs are short? They're getting away with what? Bro, we we got that off. We're gonna be able to get that off. They're so short that it's it fills within the gap. Because remember, songs used to be four or five minutes long. A regular song would be Guys, three to I five mean, minutes long. as soon as the streaming world hit us and knocked us off our high horse. What's a CD again? Bro, we're... we're <laughs> I still have CDs. <laughs> of course. Bro, we're over 23. No, right, of man. course Come we still on, have man. CDs. I'm just Come saying. On, what's a CD again? Like, you know, Guys, that's, like, that's where things are right now. As soon as the streaming world hit us, bro... It's just the smartest thing to do is have short songs. Repeatable songs. Repeatable short, short song songs. Yeah. Repeatable song. yeah shout You're out monetized. To... Yo, it's just, it's just, it's coming in. It's coming in. Eyes closed. It's coming in. Shout out to Playboy Cardi for, for kind of pioneering that. Okay. Shout out to So Listen, I'm going I'm to I'm pay my respects now on record. When Playboy Cardi's last effort, Die Lit, came out in 2018, I believe so, yeah. I, I was like, yo, why are you, like, niggas even, like, doing this right now? This shit. Like, why? Like, Magnolia was cool, went viral, but, like, also, oh, y'all niggas is really rolling. And I like Cardi. 
don't get me wrong, I like cardio. I was just like, all right, guys. A couple months later, I played Die Lit, and I kind of just heard like a, like a rendition of like scripture. Just kind of <laughs> oh my goodness, scripture. dog of scripture. I just I, I wasn't Sir hearing Cardi. it as a certain frequency. That's why. Like honestly, I take back all the things I had said about Dilate when it first came out. Thank you. For real. There's just so right, much to, to go through. To this, this is nuts. But go ahead. Nah, I'm actually nah, get that off. Go ahead. I'm actually play one of the songs off this project. It's like one of my favorites, real quick. This wasn't even on the docket, but this is home. Daddy waiting for it. Bring that money on. 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 Hey, look, man, we're bridging the gap. So, look, so, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was just a side note. back to the little Nas X thing and my billboard. Just the way music is being created yeah. differently compared to how it was, to how they would challenge on a sonic level, a length level, a lyric yeah. level, yeah. a frequency level, yeah. that the song doesn't fit a country song, but yet there's elements that align with the song that I just played with this song. It now has Billy Ray Cyrus's vocals, and they're still going to try to act like Talk about bridging the gap. No, Talk man. about bridging the I gap. I need it back on country in two weeks. Columbia, make the call. Resubmit it. Let's That's go. Shout I'm out done Columbia. with the bullshit. Um, Shout out to Columbia, but no, because it's still <laughs> fucking labels. Bridge the gap. Hey, look, 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 look. But at the same consumer, time, the reason, why, the reason why we feel like songs are, like, they could get this off now is just because the way the music industry is, you know, the streaming the streaming platforms now. So, shit is fucking uh, crazy, yeah, it's man. nuts. Shit it's is nuts. fucking crazy. Salute to Billy Ray Cyrus. Salute, Salute to you, to man. You're X. so in tune with what's going on. like or, his, or like I said, whoever's around him. What'd you say? You are invited to the... Yes, man. Billy Ray Cyrus got a pass for the 2019 cookout. I think That's he'll be it. able to be in there this year. You're invited to the cookout. His daughter, I don't know. But <laughs> him, he's good. He's good. For sure. Bring that money up. That you waiting for. Bring that money up. Ooh, what? Nah, so... So what we got? Nah, sorry. I just, so what we got? Cardi is just. I'm sorry. I just. I heard scripture. Like it just. I'm on a na 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 na. Something else. It's that we gotta crazy get how we're talking about scripture. Five minutes in, I'm into scripture, and I'm talking about something completely different than this guy. But go ahead. Get, so so what Yo, we got? Bro, what we got when going was the last on? Time, when was the last time you watched a full episode of State of the Culture? Um. Uh, when they started doing like that little game at the end, the first time they did that. You stopped watching after that, right? Yeah. I just I, I hate being able to see through certain things, but yeah, that was actually the same one that I was the last full one that I watched. Okay, and um, I didn't even notice it, but you know, I keep up really closely with what Joe Budden is doing because you know Joe Budden is the goat. But yeah. it seems to me that one of the people that was on Joe Budden's newly started Revolt TV show has since left. Her name is Scotty Beam. She was the other female co-host that was on the show. All signs point to it. I'm not necessarily saying that it's been confirmed that reports have been addressed, but it just seems like it. Yeah. All three of us in this room right now watch that show, so I just wanted to see how y'all felt about it. Yeah, exactly. man. State of the culture, I mean, it's kind of like the elephant in the room, but not really. I mean... The elephant in the room? But not really. It, I'm about to... I mean, like, even watching the show... Matter of fact, no. There's no elephant in the room. Honestly, like, when you watch the show and the fact that she's not there, I'm not going to say I foresaw it, but P, but P, you and I have definitely had uh, the conversation, like, talking about the different characters of the show, you know? And um, 
it's not surprising to me that she's not there. But at the same time, I think the show needed somebody like her there. Okay. So you saying that, I, I mean, I wanted to make sure that, that you felt like that. Serge, how did you feel? How do you yeah. feel about the apparent removal of Scotty Weaving from State of the Culture? Apparent. apparent. Yeah. Not good, 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 good word. Yeah, good word. I mean, I think I think it was a long time coming at the end of the day. I mean, really? she kind of, I don't know. It, you even see it from the beginning. Joe snapped on her because, I mean, sometimes she doesn't really use logic, bro. I just don't, I mm. really don't think for the sake of it being a show that we should take people's reactions like that on the show as how they truly feel. He's more than confirmed that off the show. But I'm going to be real with y'all. That show doesn't really work to me without somebody whose mm. voice she was attempting to represent. I, I get the I, I get the target demographic. That's why I'm even feeling like, what the fuck? Because like, yo, Joe said previously, to me, part of anything that I'm doing, I need somebody that's involved in it that everybody hates. And when he him saying that, and it's sounding so Joe, but yet it, again, it's apparent or it seems like she's been removed. I don't know. I definitely think it's call for con- uh, questioning. So yeah, um, Scotty Beam. I don't know, bro. She uh, she's not part of it. I don't know if I miss her, but like you said, I think that's a character that I think needed to be on the show as well. So, Serge. Uh, like I was saying before, I don't know. I think she kind of messed up the flow of the show mm. at times, but she does represent a, a target demographic of a large group of women that that need their voice to be heard, especially in the hip hop community. But I'm also saying like the show is not going to be successful without them. I don't think so. I don't think it's needed. I mean, if anything, this show helped Scotty Bean become a name, you know, I didn't know who the hell she was before. this. Right. Let's for the listener who needs a little bit of context. She was doing hot 97 New York radio. What was she doing there? She was one of the personalities like in the rotation. And I, I'm kind of shocked because I, I used to watch a lot of uh, their content on YouTube and I had no idea. I don't idea. think she had her own show though, where they would be able to like give her like all that. She was just a personality that would be there in the rotation, from what it initially seemed like. But again, I'm pretty sure she's more than grateful for the opportunity. And it'll right. Be- I mean, we don't even know if she's again, permanently off. We don't thing. even know, right? It's, it just looks apparent. They right? did try to cape and make it seem like, oh, she's well, what, busy, she's sick, whatever. But whatever what what makes you believe that she's actually gonna get fired or or removed from the show? Your sentiments mm. mirror a majority's, an overwhelming majority. So a lot of people Google. are tearing her down right now. No, bro. But we're talking about from the beginning, and it's been like that. Bro, just Google the name Scotty Bean, bro. Just Google it, and it's all state of the culture. Like, she doesn't belong. Blah blah blah. This and that. Like, yeah, like it's nuts. I didn't even know that. That's those were going to be the results of just like a, a simple Google search. You know what I'm saying? Ever since she threatened, yes, Jules, I kind of looked at her like, damn, you're you're kind of wilding. Because it's like you didn't even try to attack her with uh, an argument. You just immediately went to hands, and it's like you guys are two personalities. Like that's. Weird shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. We'll wait to see for the upcoming episodes. Like, is she going to be there? Is she not? Like, Yeah, because you want to know why <clears throat> it initially called for confusion for me is because yeah. Ian posted that this is the end of season one, but I'm like, 
what they went went in went well into the new year, <clears throat> but then someone confirmed for me that um there was a report that season one got extended for ten episodes, which explained all of this mm. twenty nineteen content twenty right. episodes. Right. But again, the reason why we bring it up is you know best of luck to Joe. But I I'm standing firm in that this show does not fully flesh out as successful without a person there connecting to that demo because when we're talking about the success of the show show, i agree yeah about purely the success of the show state of the yeah so that's the thing we're not even at that point where should scotty bean stay or should they pick another person i'm not there i'm just saying right somebody that's going to attempt to feel to cater to that audience needs to be there to be part of the show to be successful right no I, i watched the episodes that she wasn't a part of and not even trying to be an asshole or anything but it didn't really do anything. Like it, the show went on, and it was just fine without her. For me, mm. see that. So I got to keep watching the show just to see if, like, okay, there's a missing element. But uh, yeah, maybe yeah. that's just me. Maybe I'm kind of being hard on her, but at the same time, I mean, I'm just giving my right, 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 honest right. opinion. You know? Right. Word. Mm. All right. Well, again, let us we'll know see. what y'all think. And we'll, right. we'll, if we'll, you we'll watch watching, the show, yeah. if you don't. State of Culture every Monday, I think, like at five or something, Monday it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Revolt YouTube channel Tuesdays, ten p.m. on Revolt TV channel. Yeah. So, I want to make sure that there's nothing else left. <clears throat> Talk to me, P. Um, for everybody that's been submitting questions to us to answer. Okay. We'll be answering those questions next week. Thanks yeah. for being patient. Thanks for submitting your questions. For We're going to pick the best ones and go over them. The fact that you guys are even submitting questions it's is fire, nuts. right? Yeah, it's crazy. Keep submitting them, and next week we'll go ahead and uh, answer all the questions y'all got. And uh, you'll shortly hear about the future of this show. Even though, you know, it may seem like everything is in good standing, we do want to at least address a couple things that our listeners yeah. and our support have addressed and questioned. So you'll be hearing about that as well soon. Yeah. But... For me, it looks like this is going to be where we sign off. So yeah. as we sign off, I want to thank everybody for listening up to this point. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Episode 9, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning podcast, in. You know Straight out of Broward, Florida. We love you. We thank you. Word. And uh, signing off. Yeah, man. Um, What do you want to end with? Bro, I mean, we, we, were, we were jamming to some tunes we were jamming to some tunes before we got here. I mean, I don't know if if you want to get into all that, but I don't know if Spotify is going to have it, though. You know what I'm saying? But we could do a little bit of... We could do a little bit of this. Summer, I know you're going to miss me for we've been together like Nike Airs and Crisp Tees Estats with polo fleeces Purple label shit with the logo secret. Ladies and Give gentlemen. Give years, shit, I might just sneak in. It's technically a Memphis Bleak. and like peaches and herbs. We'll be reunited and feel so hood. How the whole world saying, I still so good. Well, I do this in my slumber summer. I ain't none of these half-ass newcomers. You know how I do summer. I drop heat when you bring the sun up. The combo make niggas act up. I pick a gun up. Niggas back up, they know I'm not no fronter I don't talk shit, I just flip it on ya Sorry Lance, I'm just trying to advance my quotes I ain't making you the butt of my jokes 
But let's not stray from what I came to say to my beloved. Think we need some time away. They say if you love it, you should let it out. It's caged and fuck it. If it comes back, you know it's there to stay. It's tugging at my heart, but this time a part is needed from the public. Who should have gave me the politics? Instead gave me the ass to kiss. But you know me, thugging to the casket dips. But still shine light down on all my pairs. I know they wear. Some queer I still want them to share And all the success I receive I know you can't believe I still love them but they don't love me They like the drunk uncle in your family You know they lame, you feel ashamed But you love them the same It's like when niggas make subliminal records If it ain't directed directly at me I don't respect it You don't really want it with hoe For the record, I put a couple careers on hold You cook the next kit Keep it in the danger zone You gon' make that boy whole Put your name in the song If you that hungry for fame Well, fuck, come on Say when Take ten paces and spin But on another note About to take another vacay On another boat Damn, my motherfucker Rode his way out the hood And I pray that I stay out for good But any day you know a nigga could Try to play like you should Then I gotta play like Dutch You pass the Dutchie I blast you, trust me Niggas can't fuck with me I'm in a good mood, lucky, I got a good groove And I ain't trying to fuck my finger But I will lay down a couple green bucks Get you cleaned up, non-pro-fiction Coke for fifth and young niggas that blast for me No religion This is the best summer, baby I just believe it's the right thing to do I got a brand new bitch, corporate America She's showing me a lot of action right now put me on my feet and all, but, I mean, it's time for me to grow, you gotta let me go, baby, you gotta let me go, I'm done for now, so one for now, possibly forever, we had fun together, but like all good things, we must come to an end, please show the same love to my friends, dear summer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona. Welcome to the Brazen Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Pete, you want to let them know how they can find us? Check us out online at bridgethegappod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference between Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah.